Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixel Productions Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about the very awesome game, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. This episode will be split into two parts. Part 1 will be about the game, Super Mario 3D World. Part 2 will be about, obviously, Bowser's Fury. So let's get started because there is a lot to cover. In this case, our listeners don't know, we are going to tell the storyline of this game, but we won't spoil anything for the people that might get the game in the future. This game starts like this. Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad, go check out our Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad episodes, are watching fireworks until they find a tilted glass pipe. After Mario and Luigi fix it, a green fairy-like Sprixty princess appears and tells them that Bowser has kidnapped and trapped the rest of the Sprixty princesses in jars. Bowser arrives and captures her before escaping through the pipe, while the heroes enter and pursue him. They find themselves in a, room in a realm known as the Sprixty Kingdom, and set off to find the Sprixies. Development for Super Mario 3D World began shortly after the release of Super Mario 3D Land. Obviously. Which, um, I have Didn't you played. have Super Mario 3D Land on? I did. I did have Super Mario 3D Land. And when you were walking around, like, couldn't you, like, fall off and, like, die when you were, like, walking around to the other? To, like, the different... I'm trying to think. I don't know if you can. Maybe you can. But it's on the 3DS. It's a really fun game. I recommend getting it for you guys that want to get it. It's a really fun game, and um, the first, I don't know if it's the first one or the second one, oh, there's a king you thing. see um, a Koopa, and you can actually get like infinite lives. This game is really fun. You have booze, you go underwater and fight cheap cheeps, there's coins, more coins, even, even more coins. And then there's these 2D sections, kind of like in Mario Odyssey, and it's really cool. <clears throat> Another thing is that the map is kind of boring because you can't free roam it, but the models are 3D, just like in Mario 3D World, which mm-hmm. is obviously a reference. And well, not a reference, but oh, it's those it things. And then there are um, extra items you can have, and they're bitty buds, super fun enemies. Probably one of my favorite Mario enemies. Uh, but Goombas are classics. Oh, Goombas. Classics. And then there's these giant Mario platforms and. There are Goombas in the sky with timers and all these fun little things that you can do. There's waterfalls, there's palm trees, there's the, uh... Like, look thingy. Yeah. It's it's really fun. I recommend that you guys get it. And, um, obviously it is the predecessor of 3D World. So, anyway, after the release of Super Mario 3D Land, even though most people haven't played Super Mario 3D Land, it did sell a whopping... T- 12.86 million copies, which was the first um, 3DS game to get over 5 million copies. Which is crazy. And it's like a lot more than 5 million copies. Oh, yes. Anyway, um, it's one up 10. And one up Studios provide de- development assistance. Okay, so if you guys don't know what uh, one up Studio is, uh, one up Studio is actually a company made by Nintendo. I mean, and like what they do is they help Nintendo. They're basically like a development team, and they help develop games and make games. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I like them. They're really nice. 
Um, yeah, anyways. A staff of a hundred people, including producer Yoshiaki Koizumi, wrote down ideas on sticky notes and put them in the, around the room on the walls. Ideas that were approved would be put in the game for testing. Co-director Kenta Motokira stated, and I quote, We discussed and discarded a huge number of ideas during development. Sometimes you can't tell if an idea is good or bad by looking at it on a drawing board, but when this happens, we try it out in the game. If we don't find the idea fun, we'll make, it won't make it to the final product. There was a lot of back and forth on the course designs due to this. Unquote. So, um, about the sticky note thing, one of them was the double cherry. And, oh yes, double cherry, cat bell, all this classic stuff from the 3D world was all put on the walls, including characters and character designs, such as having Toad as a playable character. And Peach is blue, having blue and, Toad. Yeah, and Peach wasn't actually expected to be part of the game. She was actually going to not be a playable character. She was probably going to be the person that you were supposed to save. Well, in 3D, I like I like how it's like a different. Yeah, in 3D world, they broke the uh, feeling and made it so. It's a different storyline. Mm-hmm. I like it when it's like that. And so Double Cherry, it's kind of like you get another you. So it's like okay, you have to... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Do not spoil anything. It actually does talk about that later in the episode. Okay. So, yes. But Double Cherry. Yes. Just listen for it. While working on the multiplayer function, they wanted to it to be able to feel like the camera would... The camera would try to have all the players included at once, but they didn't want it to have it be chaotic. In my opinion, it's still very chaotic because it just feels like too much is going on. What if they had split screen, though? Yeah. Split screen is, like, so much better. They should have made Mario games have split like screen. Like how Minecraft has split screen. If it was all just one screen. If Splatoon, oh if Splatoon 3 had... Imagine Minecraft with only one screen. I, no split screen. I do that What do you mean? Oh, but I'm meaning, no, I'm meaning with other people and it's just one screen. That's possible. With no split screen. That's possible. No, that'd be hard though. I've done it before. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. When? On my computer. Play Minecraft on my computer on the server and I played with my friends at school. Anyway. (coughs) did it. (laughs) I can show you. Anyways, um... While working on the multiplayer function, they wanted it to be able to feel like the camera would have all the players included at once. I just want to restate that because (laughs) I lost track. I was about to say like, no, yeah, I know. I just, I just want to restate that because um, I completely uh forgot that we stated that. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, uh, but also I didn't really, you know, have that process in my head. Not that we didn't do it, but just that. The developers wanted to have some power-ups oh be gosh. mostly the same as that have a new talking. feature to them. For example, they used to they used the fire flower to add the feature that the fire can go through glass pipes. I love that new feature. <laughs> Sorry, guys, um, this episode I just broke. They also used the feature to add more gameplay, such as dodging the fireballs and glass 
pipes from Fire Bros. I hate Fire Bros. Um, inspiration. Inspiration for the Double Cherry, which was a clone of the player. This is Hiram's favorite part. Talk about Double Cherry. Come late in development when a level designer accidentally added a second model for Mario. <laughs> so there was it's a funny. duplicate. It's funny because like the double cherry was made by accident. It actually wasn't on the sticky note. It wasn't made by people just coming up with ideas. It was on accident. They accidentally put two Another. Marios in the game instead of just one. And so there were two Marios. The team was relieved when the second model did not crash the game because obviously having multiple people in one game that's controlled by one controller may make the system overload, have seizures, and crash, but it didn't. And so, they were amused when the characters could be controlled simultaneously. It also helped add multiplayer features to single-player gameplay. So when I say that, I mean, um, there are, like, places in video games and all that crap where you have to play, step on two different buttons at the same time, but they're on, like, different sides of the wall. Yeah. And you can only do that in multiplayer. But if you have a double cherry, you can actually move one Mario on one of the buttons and another Mario on the other button. And it works just the same as it would in multiplayer. So that's what I mean when I say multiplayer functions. But when you player. use your controller, like, like move it around, it moves both of them around. So it's kind of harder to, like, keep track of all of them. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, gather them up by putting them in, like, a corner or wall. Yeah. So they're all together, and then you can just zoom over. Yes. Anyway, when the maps for each world were being made, they made the maps free... Sorry. Free rooming so they could hide secret pipes and levels from the players. They added Peach as a playable character, so each person could choose to have a character that fit their personality better. Rosalina was added for the same reasons as Peach. Yoshi was also planned to be a character, but his moveset was way too much uh, similar to Peach's floating ability, so they decided to not add Wait, Rosalina is a playable character, too? Mm -hmm. When you beat the game, you can play as Rosalina. Did you not know that? I have her. You do? Yeah. She Rosalina. has she has a second jump, but she's really slow and all that her toads stats, like yeah all her stats are like like completely at like all zero except for the, the fact that she can double jump, which means she and doesn't she doesn't really Toad need power she can attack without power up. Toad and Rosalina. <laughs> Toad should zoom in. Rosalina's yeah. Like, Rosalina's <laughs> the slowest character, and Toad's the fastest. Toad's just like. Like when you do the full speed, you can just go like. <laughs> yeah, you go. Crazy. You can speed run. And you go so fast. In multiplayer, you're just speed running them. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my Joey, friend, who's been on this podcast. Oh my gosh, my friend played in Blue Toad. He killed us all, including himself. Yeah. Because he ran too fast <laughs> and fell. He killed us by putting us in bubbles. And then, he went way too fast and the platform moved when he thought it was just gonna be there, so he fell off the cliff and we all died. It was kind of weird. Mm. Joey's speed run when he has... Um, Toad, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so when I'm Toad, I'm just like... Because he does random. When I'm Toad, I just zoom and he's like, STOP! I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get. Um, the game's soundtrack was... Come... Sorry. The game's soundtrack was composed by... Not 
Sorry, Mahati I'm just gonna say these names. Yota Ka. Mahati Mahato Yota Ka. Um, Toru Minichi. <laughs> Koji Kondo. And uh, Yasu Yasu Kiyawata. Sorry, guys. We just suck at this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. that's the people that made the music. In case you wanna. Um, the music was the for this game was inspired by jazz music and for the reason that they made a band called Super Mario 3D World Big Band. Which is a really long band. Yeah. And the bu- band performer music for the game. It That's should really just cool. be like they made a complete, 3D Mario. Yeah, they made a complete They made a complete new band made of instruments peoples to just record the music for this game alone. And that's cool in my opinion. Uh-huh. In 2013, a Nintendo Direct, go check out our Nintendo Direct episode, uh, they teased a new 3D Mario game was being produced and developed by the team behind Super Mario Galaxy. Hiram, I want you to talk about Galaxy. Sorry, what? Talk about Super Mario Galaxy. Well, Super Mario Galaxy is a very fun game. I can tell you that. It's so, so Rosalina's just like kind of like your conductor, like tells you what to do. Yeah. Tells you where to go, what to do. And then Hungry Loomas. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> Hungry Loomas. They're cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Just, they, they're cheeky. They eat they all get your so star- fat. They get all your star bits and then turn into a flying star. Or sometimes even create new planets. And do, no, one created a new universe. <laughs> yeah, they get really big. It's <laughs> a lot of star bits, though. They're like, give me 400 star bits and I'll make a fat universe for you. Need chicken wings. Yeah. Chicken wings, chicken wings. Okay. Um, okay, and also, um, <laughs> once with a hungry Luma. Did you ever get to um, play as Luigi? No, I need to get so many more stars. I need to get like 15. That's a lot. Um, no, it's not. Because there's so I mean, many that are just in so the scape of hard. the entire game, then that's not a lot. But in just thinking about. There's like. Trying to get 120. Like, oh. And I just need 15. I want to play with Luigi. I need to cheat. <laughs> I need to cheat. <laughs> Nintendo just finds this episode, shuts Hiram's knee down. <laughs> well, it's already shut down. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> anyway. Well, you're never going to get those 15 stars, are you? So, yeah. Anyway. Down with Super Mario Galaxy. Yes. The game was finally revealed at E3. Go check out E3 episode. On June t- 2013... Uh, June 11th. This game received great reviews such as 8 out of 10, 38 out of 40, 93 out of 100, and 9.25 out of 10. Which is almost as good as. Uh, were those critics' reviews? Oh, wow. Yes. yes. Critics they were. are. Generous. Picky. <laughs> well, they're generous in this game. <laughs> well, they're very picky in other cases. Um, so needless to say, this game received great reviews and and was Nintendo's biggest game until Super well, Mario. Well, Nintendo's biggest Mario game. Yeah, until Super Mario. Until Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. Go check out our Super Mario Odyssey episode. Was released. Okay, 
Uh, just want to say one more thing about Mario 3D World before we move on to Bowser's Fury, which is um, 8 out of 10, 30 out of 40, 93 out of 100, 9.25 out of 10 are all almost great as scores as Breath of the Wild's uh, The Legend of Zelda had. That is but crazy. The Legend of Zelda had 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5, 40 out of 40, 100 out of 100. Like, they had perfect scores, which is It amazing. was... Uh, and those I are critics, too. I can tell why, 100%. because, I mean, I love Super Mario 3D World, and I love Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is so open. It doesn't even, like, feel like it's Nintendo. Like, it's... No, it doesn't. It doesn't look like Nintendo. It doesn't feel like Nintendo. It doesn't like, even sound like Nintendo, bro. Kind of like how Moon Knight is not really, like, Marvel. Like, it's just, like, it doesn't feel like Nintendo made it. Like, it's just, like, it feels, like, different. Like... Um, it's so cool. Like, different in a good way. Like, it's not like Mario on, like, cartoon. It's, like, realistic. It, it is. looks pretty real. I mean, you can't make the graphics perfect because it would make the game crash because everything has to look really good, and there's a lot of things to really look really good. So, yeah. I really do like Link's champion tunic. It's blue. It's really cool. I like it. That's it. I love that scene. Anyways, uh, that's all for this game. Oh, wait. One more thing about Breath of the Wild. Okay. <laughs> um, Shoot. One time in a city. So, you have to dress like a girl to go into a city. Oh, yeah. I don't remember and, what that called. And so, once I... So, I... So, I didn't have anything on. And, well, I had clothes on. But I went up and they're like, you made a pass. Or else. <laughs> oh threaten, God. threaten. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just get my girl suit on. I'm like, welcome. <laughs> I just go in, take the girl suit off, and they're like, wait! <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. That's and then they right just where... kick you out. They are angry. That's all for this game. Let's move to Bowser's Fury. Even though the history for this game is very little in quanti quantity, it still has a very interesting history. But with Bowser's Fury, I kind of feel like it wasn't like a complete game. No, it's not complete. It's definitely Nintendo doing a test run for the next big game that's going to be like the, that. The big fat game like, like the Hungry Lumas that's going to come out of Mario because... We were expecting new Mario game to come out, but to, I mean to be released, but it was not announced, so we were kind of sad. But definitely, Nintendo is <laughs> gonna do something crazy. It's been seven years since the largest Mario game came out, which was Super Mario Odyssey, and before that, it was oh, another sick. seven years because it was Super Mario 3D World, and before that, it was like another seven years because it was uh, Super Mario Galaxy, and so a oh, Super Mario Galaxy was a Big. And so, big. and then it was like seven years before that, like Mario 64, you know? I mean, yeah, Mario 64. It was like more like ten years before that, but like, it has... Probably seven years before would be like... It's been a big gap between each game, obviously, because Nintendo's obviously getting better and better as they go. Yeah, because they're doing lots of test runs, and then they're going to combine all that and make a big huge yeah. I'm excited to see what it's going to be. Well, I would argue that, um... Uh... One of the largest Mario games that came out was Luigi's Mansion, but that's technically not a Mario game. It's technically a Luigi game. But Which I, one? The first, second, this third one. The third one. Came third out in one. 2019. Oh my god. Um, on October thirty-first. So I feel like Kingdom is huge. Yeah. 
like fat. <laughs> He's like a hungry Luma, I eat too much. <laughs> and when you like, when Gumiji and Luigi try, so they both suck it up in the tongue, and then when they try pressing A, it he's like so takes big. so long, and then finally, yeah, he's and then so it takes big. so long, and like boom, ah, boom, and you're like, wow, I went through like five minutes just for that. Yeah. Okay. It takes so long. Back to Bowser's Fury. <clears throat> Bowser's Fury is the 2021 game that was made and developed by Nintendo. This game was made for Super Mario 3D World, part of the Nintendo Switch. With that, uh, Nintendo adding Super Mario 3D World to the Switch, they had to add something that would make players want to get the new port. To do this, they made better graphics for Super Mario 3D World and added a new game, Bowser's Fury. The game Bowser's Fury takes place in Lake Lapcat, where everything looks like a cat. Birds, Goombas, Koopas, and even Plessy are all cat-themed, as if they have cat power-ups from Super Mario 3D World. This game starts with Mario walking in the Mushroom Kingdom, when he finds drops of black ink splattered in the pathway. He walks up and finds a splotch of ink, and he falls through it into Lake Black Cat. Okay, so Lake Lap Cat is obviously a lake, and there are several different islands, and, um... It's really cool because it's like Mario Odyssey, and it's so open. It's really open, and I'm kind of excited for the new Mario game because mm -hmm. it's it's almost as if Lake Lapcat is um like Breath of the Wild's openness and um the what's it called uh, Mario Odyssey were mixed together. And, um, the water here is beautiful, and there are cat trees, and, uh, Plessy looks like a cat, and there's giant black goop Bowser in the middle that really just, he covers most of the map with his black goop. And to get rid of the goop, uh, you have to fight him. And, uh, I'm not gonna spoil, because some people might actually still want to get the game, even though it came out in 2021. And, um, so... It's a definitely really fun game. There's like um, a desert-themed area. There's snow-themed area. There's the like kind of like a mushroom kingdom kind of feel area with these cat trees and um, platforms. And then there's shines, which are kind of uh, Bowser's Fury equivalent to power moons, basically. And, there and they are, make you huge. Well, like they, huge that's cat. what the cat belt does. But shines. Uh, there are a hundred in total, and I've actually gotten all a hundred, so that's cool. And, um, it's really cool. There's, like, all these different, like, missions that you can do, and it's really cool. The water here is so beautiful. The graphics are absolutely And you can amazing. just see Bowser in the distance, like, yeah. just and just look shell. at this. He's amazingly huge. Sorry, we're just looking at pictures. And when you try and fight him, you like, I mean, like... He's amazing. He is huge. He's absolutely massive. And in this game, that's different from all other Mario games, is you actually have Bowser Jr. helping you. And Bowser Jr., one of your worst enemies in Super Mario Galaxy. Him and Bowser, you fight, like, a couple of times. Every other, like, room they go in. Yeah. So the first one you... Every other room in the, you go in. So in the <laughs> terrace, you fight Bowser. Um, Bowser Jr. And then... 
And then <laughs> and giant then, Bowser. It like it rains in the game. It has cool weather. And then like <laughs> sorry. In the fountain area, you fight Bowser. And then it just goes off and on, switching between Bowser Jr. and Bowser. It's, it's a really cool game, Mario Bowser's Fury. Like, it's it's not that big. It's it's kind of small. Um it's definitely really small and it will definitely be you know it will definitely be smaller because um unlike Breath of the Wild Legend of Zelda which has 16 flipping gigabytes which is absolutely amazing this game has uh 3 gigabytes with 3D world so it's wow. definitely going to be a smaller map because of that fact <laughs> So, yeah. That's, That's all for this episode. Um, there's not really much history for Bowser's Fury. Tried to find it. Couldn't find it. So, that's all we've got for you. And, um, yeah. We will see you guys in the next episode. Which I'm not quite sure what it is. But, um, it'll be a good one. I know that. All of our episodes are good in my opinion. But, if you guys say otherwise, you guys can give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Harm. Can you tell them about our new website? Yes, our new website, um... We updated, uh, well, we made a new website, and it... You guys can find it at, uh, thepixelproductions.godaddysites.com. And then there's, like, two columns. One's home, and it just talks about, like, what platforms we're on. And then there's... Podcasts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, and iHeartRadio. Radio. We're on iHeartRadio. I love listening to that radio. <laughs> <laughs> I always do it for the Christmas season. We also have a newsletter. It's really cool. Uh, you guys, we'll just talk about new episodes that will come out. You know, we don't really do it very often, but uh, we will. And um, and, you and guys- then there's another column that says um, about oh, no. us. And so there's Sam, there's me, there's Joey, and there's an upcoming guest that will be in Luigi's Mansion. Um, you guys can contact us through uh, an email and through a form. It's also on our website. And it's just really cool. It has cool colors. I really like the logo. We have a little icon for the tab. It, it, I don't know. It just feels really nice to me in my opinion. So, yeah. Go check that out. And, uh, yeah, we, we will see, see you, you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.